listening to Fresh Take. You are listening to the Fresh Take Network. what it do welcome to fresh takes slash couch potato diary joshua adelaide marathon with peter klein a very confused peter peter klein uh, just in general um always confused but um yeah trying to make sense of uh, a few of the things and and specifically with the uh the, the raptors stuff today i i think i think i know what they're going for i don't I think I know what plan A is, but I don't know what the follow-up is beyond that. So it's it's an interesting day for sure. Okay, please let me know what the plan is then. So I guess kind of go through these trades really quickly here. So mm-hmm. um, the first one, you know, there's there's been, I would say like there's only been one or two trades I actually like and the other ones I'm like, I don't get it. There's been a, quite a few yeah. of those I don't get it trades. Um, okay, so let's go back to your trade. So the more or less you got... Um, Ajay and Kelly Olinick for was it a first round pick and who and who did you trade in that uh, Utah one? It's been so long ago now. Uh, Otto Porter Jr. Otto Porter, and, right. um, another kid who I, I can't remember the name off the top of my head, but um, yeah, the the first round pick being included in that one is the frustrating part. Oh, of it Kyra Lewis, Kyra Lewis, he, he was just randomly thrown in from the Pels trade. They're like, yeah. here, take him. We don't want him. Yeah, not not a lot of footage there for the video tribute uh, that that is to come, I'm sure. But um, I I think the big part of this one that has a lot of Raptor fans frustrated, and specifically this Raptor fan, is the inclusion of the first round pick. Because this is going to be a team that... It, like they they are not very good um and probably will continue to be not very good and so to be including a first round pick not theirs but including a first round pick is a little bit frustrating um because that there is very much a world where that's kind of their only first round pick right um so it, it is it, it's just it's perplexing to me that they would go off and and make that move i i think the way that i am kind of wrapping my head around it right now is that this is a Raptors team that is looking to make a move next year. And, and so with the move and the other one that I'm, I'm sure we'll talk about, Olenix deal is up at the end of this year. And yeah. so I, I guess they were looking for an expiring contract in that is the only way I can wrap my head around it. Like at least they're not trading for term. Um, but I I still, that that is the only way I can wrap my head around that one anyway. Yeah, and then the the Brooklyn one makes even less sense. So you trade Dennis and Thad for Spencer Dimwitty. Yeah, um, that one again is um. So uh, Schroeder has a contract beyond next year, uh, or beyond this year into next year, and mm-hmm. Dinwiddie doesn't. So I, I think it's the Raptors looking to just get expiring deals and then hoping that they can build a, like around a core of Barnes quickly and RJ Barrett, um, given that, that this is not anticipated to be a fantastic draft year anyway. So yeah. I, I think that's what they're going for is they're going to try to be one of the, the prettiest girls at the bar when it comes to uh, teams that actually have salary cap space for next season. I don't necessarily agree with the plan, but I, I, I think that's what the plan is. 
That would make sense. I mean, I'm also wondering, I mean, the, the one guy we all thought they would trade is still on the team as of right now. Right. Bruce Brown. Yeah. And, and the, the, the frustrating thing for me is, and one of the reasons I, that this one doesn't make a ton of sense to me. Um, I thought like Schroeder is the type of player and I know the Lakers have already gone down this road, but oh, a lot him. of teams need depth, right? And so I I don't understand how that's the best deal you could get for Schroeder is yeah. just get an expiring contract. And like, I thought there was some value there. I do want to correct myself that that pick that they traded out is one of potentially three picks they have. They have the Indiana yeah. one. Um, and then the other one that is the worst of OKC, Houston, LAC, and Utah. And then their pick is um, top six protected. And, and they're like I would argue, line. right, I would argue the Raptors kind of got better today um, with, with bringing in Olenek over Porter. I would say, and, yeah. Uh, Dinwiddie and Schroeder, kind of a wash, I think. Um, not, I, I don't think there's an appreciable difference either way. So now it, it takes you out of the running. So now you, you might have, with these moves, lost two first round picks this year. So I, I just, I, I think, I think I know what they're doing, but I don't like what they're doing and I don't fully understand it either. So right now the Raptors are five game spots, five spots of the 10 seed. And it's seemingly we're about 50 minutes until the conclusion of the deadline here. Uh, it doesn't look like Atlanta's going to budge and it doesn't look like the Bulls are going to budge. So the Atlanta and the Bulls are going to stay where they are. Brooklyn got the same or better. I, I don't know with that. They just did another trade. I, I think we'll get to in a second here. Uh, so you're two, you're three games behind Brooklyn. But yeah, I would I would say that yeah, having Spencer Dinwiddie and Olinick definitely make them better? Question mark. And Ajabe, like he's one of those guys. He was really good on Kansas. Probably butchering his name, um, but he's really good on Kansas. And I think he was looking for an opportunity. So Raptors are going to be a perfect opportunity for him to to find himself. Um, it's just very confusing. A lot of the moves, like I thought Bruce would be gone first or Boucher. These weren't the and Dennis. I thought you know there's three guys you came in today thinking like okay. Bruce, Boucher, and Dennis probably will not be Raptors by the end of the day. And instead, right now, we're kind of like, okay, so Bruce is still here. And I would assume that <laughs> Bruce will be gone. I mean, you would hope Bruce will be gone by the end of the of the 50 minutes here. Because um, if not, just taking Bruce into... Bruce has an option, does he not? But it's a team yeah. option. Yeah. And I I mean, maybe they'll pick it up. I mean, it's not not terrible to have Bruce Brown. Yeah, like th then he's an expiring next year, right? So it's it's a yeah. bit more trade ammunition. But yeah, that was kind of the justification you thought in including him in the Siakam deal is that this is another piece that you can flip and kind of expand what what you're getting for for Pascal Siakam. Um, and so yeah, like that, like I kind of thought Schroeder was going to get dealt today. I just assumed it would be at like twelve fifty five. It was like an, oh, and by the way, we got a second round pick and some young kid you've never heard of for, for Dennis Schroeder. And he's off to the, the Lakers or the Knicks. That's what I was hoping. I was like, Jalen hood Shafino, second round pick, Dennis Schroeder, call it in. Because I was like, oh, that's a win-win for the Raptors. They trade Dennis and they get this young guy in Jalen Hood, who the Lakers aren't going to play. And yeah. he was a 15th overall, 16th overall pick, whatever we took him with. And hey, let's see what we got with this kid. One of the best yeah. developmental teams in the NBA. Why not? Totally. And, and for the, the Lakers side of it, and I'm sure we'll get into them in a little bit in a bit more detail, but he was kind of the exact, one of the exact pieces that they needed is just a, yes. a little bit more. Especially um, with the Gabe Vincent stuff. Right. Exactly. So I, I, I'm surprised that it ends up being just for an expiring pick. So I, I guess the league doesn't really value Schroeder the same way I did apparently. 
not or me uh, or a lot of people that had that are there. Uh, I mean, overall with the Raptors, I'm I mean, Team Canada, let's go! Like you're almost giving Bill Simmons full plan now. You just got to go do this Wiggins trade, trade Bruce Brown to the Warriors for Wiggins, and you're getting closer to having the All Canada. Well, we'd be what one player away. The old Canada yeah. line. We got three now. Yeah, it, we're just missing the best one. Um, so yeah. that that would kind of be the one I would like to have, but I I, yeah. I don't think he's available for the next little while. No. Um, but yeah, like it's like it's gonna be neat. Like it, it, I, I saw that trade, and my first thought was, well, my parents are gonna like this because they yeah. like you know they they love Kelly Olynyk yeah. when um in Olympic qualifying or the the World Cup. Um, which we basically used as Olympic qualifying, but, um, so it's like, it's, it's fun. It's neat. Like if you're, if you're not going to be good, I guess at least be Canadian, but I like just from a best, from a basketball standpoint, it it doesn't make a ton of sense to me. Yeah. So, I mean, I I guess another name with the Raptors too, I thought maybe, and you still could happen with Pirtle. And that's Mm -hmm. why I kind of, I go up to kind of a transition here to like the next big trade that we had afterwards, which was the Gordon Hayward trade, which even that I'm like, I don't get it. The guy's been injured since December. And the one thing I thought that OKC needed was a big, because you still got to go against Jokic. You still got to go against AD. Uh, you know, that's kind of the path. You have to go through with some of these bigs. And when you think it's the Clippers, you're not going to need them so much. But still, Jokic, I don't think is ready. Chet is ready to face him one-on-one. So I had three guys circled with Drummond and, and Vucic on the Bulls. And I was like, you know, Jacob Partle. You know, if you're OKC, go all in and go get Jacob Hartle because he's someone that could no one's gonna be able to guard Jokic, but you want to be able to bang and swing with him in the paint. Instead, they go get right. Gordon, who's been hurt since December, like I said, and you trade David Bertans, who whatever, terrible contract. I feel like we talk about him every trade deadline, but he can stand, he can shoot. And then trade Trey Mann, who kind of lost his way in the rotation, but I'm almost like rather almost have the cheaper contract with Trey Mann and see what I can get. I mean, Gordon you're going to hear it over and over again. And then the no dunk guys already said it today, but it's true. Like Gordon Hayward is going to have at least one playoff game. He wins for OKC in the playoffs. He will, but, and he's a free agent. So there's not a lot of risk. I just thought like with that Bertans contract, I would have used that for a Vooch, uh, for a Vooch or for a Pirtle. And you have all these picks at some point, OKC, you have to do something with these picks. Yeah. And I thought like Pirtle had a really good, um, really good kind of audition when he kind of kicked the crap out of Chet um, in in that double overtime game against the Thunder uh, a couple of nights ago. I thought, well, this is a great audition. Let's go. Because that is another piece. And you're right. Like Oklahoma City is so desperate for a big. And we we all kind of thought that the here's four quarters for a dollar trade was coming. But Gordon Hayward, like I I just, he does exactly none of the things that Oklahoma City needed. Like we already have a Gordon Hayward at home kind of a thing with with them. So I, I... that that one was really perplexing like it it just it does if he is healthy which is a gigantic if um it it does like raise the talent level like they they do literally become a better basketball team it just doesn't fill any needs that anyone perceived that they had yeah i don't i don't when i saw that one i'm like okay cool i mean again i i I don't i'm trying not to be a homer here but i kind of looked at my my team like the lakers like we could have used a gordon hayward because we just need a guy that can just get buckets Okay, so yeah. he doesn't need that. They don't need guys that can get buckets. They need a big. Yeah, no, buckets is not a problem in Oklahoma City. Uh, they, they've they've got that one figured out. Like, are they trying to, oh, well, now instead of winning games 130 to 125, we'll win them 140 to 135. Um, I, yeah, it, it just, it's a weird fit. Like, a bunch of these moves today 
kind of look like they should have happened a couple of weeks ago and then led to a bigger like oh oklahoma city brought in this guy so they can flip him for um so yeah it's 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 all very it's been a weird day for sure yeah i i had this talk yesterday and i was like because there was not the big there's not the big overall name because zach levine is off the list now right and donovan mitchell's not getting traded today because I think if the Cavs were maybe hovering around that six, seven spot, like they were for a while before they started figuring their stuff out, then maybe we'd have some Donovan Mitchell hovering and it seems like Murray's off the table. Yeah. Um, so there's not that big names. So I'm like, oh, there's going to be a lot of trades that kind of make no sense. But then I was expecting like, oh yeah, like a Pirtle or a Vooch. Those are the kind of moves like, okay, that's going to be a move that happens. And then that move did happen though with the New York Knicks who the Pistons are like, hey, go win the championship. Why not? <laughs> I love this for the Knicks. Um, Man, I, I know I love it. I know that's not a hot take. Um, like everyone loves it for the Knicks, but there's a reason for that because it's awesome yeah. for them. Like they they basically like giving up Grimes um, is like they're they're kind of trading him a, a a deadline too late. Like he was supposed to be a big thing involved in a lot of different things that they got. So from yeah. a Pistons standpoint, I actually don't mind it there, but they weren't using Grimes anyway. And yeah. so to basically take nothing out of your rotation base at your playoff rotation and plug in two guys who fit exactly what you need it's it's perfect like everyone had burks going back to new york for a bit now like that was basically his first name for the last couple of weeks it was future and also former uh new york nick alec burks with the three like that that was basically his name bogdanovich in there is such a smart move for them as well and now for a team that was struggling with some scoring off of the bench once they get everyone healthy, like Randall coming back, uh, we'll see if Mitchell Robinson comes back. Th- this team can basically do a hockey line change and feel very good about it. Like th- this is this is a dangerous, dangerous team now in the Eastern Conference. The, the Knicks stuff today has been kind of crazy with my with my mindset. I'm like, man, the Knicks are they're going to probably make the Eastern Final. I'm like, they could maybe make the championship. They yeah. could maybe win the MVP. <laughs> I've been like the progression of like damn, like, this is a good team. Like, this is, like, like, again, though, like, I do think they are missing that dominant big, and you mentioned Mitchell Robinson. They're, they'll need him back, but to get through the East, at least, I don't think, like, I look at the Celtics who have been up and down lately. Like, this, this team can beat the Celtics in a seven-game series. Milwaukee's yep. so all over the place right now. They can beat them. Who knows what's going on with Philly and the Embiid injury. We'll talk about Philly in a second here. They made a trade today. And I, the Heat are all kind of messed up right now. I'm like, huh. But then it's yeah. just because it's been the Knicks and it's just been so long with being bad. You're just like, but it's in the I'm like, but then you, like you said, you look at up and down in this roster, you get a better version of Grimes and Alex Burke, and then the Breen on Bogey that can knock down threes for you whenever. And you get rid of the Evan Fournier contract, which was dead weight. You get rid of Malachi Flynn, who just wasn't working. So that's, that's fine. And, yeah, Grimes was a nice piece, but for what you needed to go forward in the playoffs, Burks is a way better fit for you in the playoffs. 100%, 100%. Um, and yeah, like you you just, like you said, you look at the roster and it's like, even if even if Robinson doesn't come back, Hartenstein has played oh, a he's whole been lot good. better. I love um, and Precious Achua has, yes. now that he's away from the Raptors, he's finally having the breakout that I kept predicting he was going to have yes. on the Raptors, um, which is annoying as all hell, but you know. <laughs> You get used to those sorts Classic of things. Classic Toronto I guy going to New York, whether it be a pitcher or an NBA player. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Um, but yeah, like I, I, I just I really like this Knicks team, and I, I look at them right now as the second best team in the East, and yeah. that would mean Eastern Conference Finals against the Boston Celtics. As oh, like, 
give it to me. Oh, that would be, uh, you're saying that uh, whichever network has the East playoff this year, whether it's ESPN or TNT, is also saying give it to well, me. In our, uh, in our that adult be... lives, when was the last time we saw the Garden, like, matter? Like, for hockey, it's mattered once, or, like, it's it's mattered, yeah. right? For basketball, was it like because... that that Raptor series with Chris Childs? Right, yeah. Like, we got a taste of it against Trey Young a couple years ago. Yeah. Um, but that was a first round series where it's like, eh, we don't really, whatever. But like that, this is like a, a Knicks team with a, a legitimate chance at a, a championship. Um, like probably not since like 2000, basically. And even then, like yeah. that team was an eight seed. Like basically, not since Ewing rimmed out that layup against the the Indiana Pacers yeah. that we thought like this Knicks team could be this good. And then like you go up against Boston, and it's like it it wouldn't be completely out of character for the Celtics to slip on a banana peel, you know, like Tatum mm -hmm. gets a little bit banged up. All of a sudden they have nothing else. Really. We saw that last year. And all... getting a little bit banged up. Drew right. Exactly. Always close to it. Yeah. So like, I just, they, they have put themselves in a, a really, really good spot there. Um, Zach Lowe brings this up all the time. One of their issues is like, as great as Brunson has been, they are always going to have at best, the second best star in a series against like the Knicks or the yeah. Bucks. Uh, maybe not the 76ers now, um, but then into the finals with like a, a Jokic or um, Lakers or Clippers or whoever, yeah. um, like Brunson is just not on those guys level. But then like two through 10, this team is very, very, very good. And Brunson is riding up the New York Express right now. Like I would bet you right now, if you ask New York fans who they love, if they made like the third round, if you ask New York fans who they like more, Jalen Brunson or Aaron Judge, There'd be a few that would say Brunson, and I know some people say that's blasphemous, but you've got to remember, as much as New Yorkers love the Yankees, they love their Knicks almost more at times. It's a basketball city. It's the Mecca of basketball. And Brunson, like, he's almost getting ahead of Mello. Like, I talked to a Knicks fan yesterday, and I thought it was crazy that even asking me that. He's like, I don't know. I really like Bronson because he just kind of fits that John Starks, Mark Jackson, yep. Strickland-like kind of New York guard for so long and everyone when they did that sign he was like that's a lot to play Jalen Brunson but it was kind of yeah. like you know a kind of equivalent we'll see but with our Raiders getting AP right um <laughs> it was for the it was a culture move it was also a very good player um, yeah. but it just changed the entire culture there and a guy like Julius Randle who was up and down with New York fans didn't have to do everything you can use him once and then the OG trade just absolutely dynamite like they've just done every single thing correct there and it helps to have Tibbs as a coach as well well, and like one of the things that was so prevalent last year was the Miami Heat and Heat culture, right? The Knicks are kind of starting to build Knicks culture around Brunson and now OG who fits Tibbs perfectly and Tibbs yeah. really setting that whole, um, the, the whole culture up basically. It's, it, it is, it is a team now that has an identity and we haven't said that about the Knicks for a very long time aside from an identity of being bad like it's a positive Knicks identity for the first time in a real long time there's now you, you can you, you can look at a player in the draft or in free agency like oh yeah that's it that, that guy that guy's a Nick where before the only reason you the, the only time you would say that is well he's 35 and gonna want 100 million dollars so that's probably a Nick yeah uh the other trade that happened in the Eastern Conference I guess Philly's not done yeah I, I guess. guess they're um they traded Patrick Beverly, and I'll talk about the the significance of that in a second. I think we can see where those dominoes are going now with with the, why that happened. Um, but they traded with Indiana. Buddy Heald goes for Marcus Morris and Korkmaz. Korkmaz finally, after two years of wanting to get it traded, he finally gets traded to Indiana. I'm sure he's thrilled. And three second-round picks. 
Laker fans again are punching the air because we've been connected to Buddy Heald for so long, and that's all it took. I was like, damn it, that's all it took to get Buddy Heald. Uh, it's a great move. Um, it's just I don't, I can't estimate what Philly is without Embiid. So I, I can't give you any, the, the Patrick Beverly trade we're talking a bit, but trading Beverly more or less, I'm assuming, means that Lowry, when he gets away from the Hornets, that he'll go back home to Philly. Cool, good moves. I just, I can't tell you what Philly is until I really know what this Embiid injury fully is. Yeah, and I mean, Daryl Morey isn't going to wave the white flag on anything, so this no. is him trying to get better. And you watched that game last night against Golden State, and it was just like, like Golden State was playing like good Golden State again, which was nice to see, but it was just so clear that they just didn't have the firepower to keep up, and then Maxi has a bad game, and yeah, what are you going to do? Um, so th this gives them the scoring that they desperately need right now. But yeah, like yeah. Th their season is obviously going to hinge on whether Joel Embiid can come back or not right and if he doesn't then like they're losing to whoever in the first round right cleveland or, or whatever that and buddy he a free agent so it's not the end of the world yeah and like you said you didn't give up that much um right. and and so but i think like if Embiid comes back and you have a three-headed monster of maxi healed and and Embiid, it's pretty good that's pretty good right like that I, I think that beats cleveland in the first round and then you're probably going up against the celtics in the second round and you're probably going to lose but you're probably going to lose to them anyway um so it, it's it it, do, it makes them better and i think that was always going to be philly's spot like there's there's no world where they were going to be able to be worse enough to tank and get a good draft pick and yeah. try to tim duncan this thing um with, with the, like the san antonio spurs with the year that david robinson was out so I, I think this is just them trying to make the best of a bad situation it fits a need so i i kind of like it from philadelphia's standpoint yeah, I think for them, it's just stay above water. You know, make sure we don't fall, uh, get into a play-in game, stay in the playoffs, wherever we go. We know we had the guy that before the injury was the favorite for the MVP to go back-to-back. -back. So we know that, you know, we can still be a good team. And he kind of becomes the best shooter they've had since J.J. Redick in that yeah. spot. So that's not a bad thing to have with him and Maxi in your backcourt. He opens a lot of room and space. And you weren't using Morris. You weren't using Corbaz. Three second round picks. You know, good luck with Indiana trying to hit on those. They get some draft capital back. They lost to the Raptors. So, you know, see what happens on that. I think it's kind of a win for both teams because, you know, Andrew Newmhard and um, Naismith were trying to, we're starting to find some more dominant spots in the Indiana rotation of the guard spot. So it made sense for them to move on Buddy and he's an expiring. So you get three first round picks, second round picks, excuse me, for Buddy Heald. Yeah, it's not too bad for Indiana. Yeah, no, it makes sense. Like he was, he was kind of working, or he had kind of been pushed out a little bit. Yeah. Um, and now like Corkmaz can come in and hit a couple of threes in a big spot or something like that. Yeah. Um, but no, that this is, I think it makes, I do, I think it makes sense for for both sides, and I, I like what Philly is at least trying to do here. And then yeah, we'll talk about the Patrick Beverly trade in a sec, but I'm just assuming now, like Lowry's probably either going to Philly or the Lakers, but with that Pat Bev move, it makes a lot more sense he's going to go to Philly. Yeah, that, that one makes all the sense in the world that, that he goes there. Um, they, they kind of, um, I guess they, they do bring in campaign in the, the Beverly trade, but mm. um, still, it's it's some guard depth there for for Philadelphia. Lowry back in Philly, it's just it, cool for him. Um, I don't know how much Kyle Lowry has left, but he's not going to be relied, relied upon as much as I no. think he was in Miami. So yeah. it, I, I think it's a, a good landing spot for him uh dallas did a few trades one i don't really understand the other one but the small one getting daniel gafford for rashawn holmes love it i love daniel gafford that's a just and just getting rashawn holmes and whatever the draft compensation is going to be it's going to be like a second round pick that's a great trade by dallas i love daniel gafford and that's a deep cut because not a lot of people are watching wizards games 
<laughs> yeah, Gafford is someone um, who I, I've liked for a bit. And like, again, he, he's not game breaker or anything like that, but he's a, a fine rim protector. And so that now gives Dallas exactly one player who plays defense, which is nice to have, I suppose. Yeah. Um, so yeah, like it's just, it, the, the value is a hundred percent there. And it, it's a player who I've always really liked. And I, I think I, I like that move a lot for Dallas. Yeah. That's what I thought OKC should have been doing is yeah. going after a guy like that. And then, oh, he would have been perfect there. So good. And like, if it's just a Rashawn Holmes, you can, you can figure something out with it. Give him, if it, you have so many picks, okay, see, Preston, yeah. you have to do something with these picks. I know you like drafting, but you're past that now. You're a contender. Yeah. Like a first and some salary just done. It's a, one of your firsts. Just pick one and like a salary, whatever, like who cares? Just do it. I, I, yeah, I, I don't like what OKC has done. I didn't like this trade for Dallas. I really don't like this trade for Dallas. P.J. Washington, who I do like. I want to say that first and foremost. I do like P.J. Washington. But Grant Williams, Seth Curry, and a first-round pick. Go, Charlotte! Yeah. What a trade the, by them. The price is steep. Um, Grant Williams, Man. like, Grant Williams just wasn't working in Dallas. No, no. Um, that that has been very, very clear. And so I wonder if, like, the, the, the first-round pick is a little bit of Grant Williams' tax. Mm. Um, but... I mean, you, you also need to make salaries work and stuff like that. I didn't mind this trade so much. Like a 27 first um, is That's a true. bit risky for a, a Dallas team yeah. that was in the, uh, missed the playoffs last year, has Kyrie who could just explode at any point. I think Luke um, is a free agent around then too. I believe so. Yeah. 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 So that, yeah, it, it, it's a bit risky, but I, I think this is a Dallas team that is kind of just looking at the the here and now and just like, look, we have, one of the best players alive. Can we just go for it? And so that's why I, I don't look at this one as that bad of a deal, honestly. I, I like Washington quite a bit. And I, I think do. now, I think now with Dallas, you can roll out um, a starting five of like Luca, Kyrie, Gafford, um, like uh, who are, oh, Washington, and then like Kleber or someone like that. And you feel pretty good about that starting five in the West. I so I I like what Dallas has done. Is it a bit of an overpay? I mean, yeah, like like yeah. you said, good for Charlotte. Um, you you get Seth Curry in Charlotte, so finally, finally got a Curry, Curry in Charlotte. Charlotte. Yeah, yeah. Um, Williams maybe with more minutes now in a more prominent role in Charlotte, you can bump up his trade value and flip him for something down the road, and you get a first round pick out of it. So I think it's it's good work from Charlotte, but I think it it checks a box that. Dallas needed to check just in a way that's maybe a bit more aggressive than they needed to. Yeah, I guess when you bring it up, like like having now Gafford and PJ and the starting, and or you can go likely, it doesn't really matter. You know, you can go with one of those yeah. two. But now, yeah. I guess for the first time, you can say in a while, this is like Tyson Chandler and Dirk. The front court is actually sustainable in Dallas, and then you have Luca with Kyrie there. I'm not sure who the two guard is. I guess Tim. I guess Tim Hardaway is the two guard. Yeah, probably. Um, yeah, I, I still think they need to do a little bit more help to get something with the two guard there. So there's still time. I mean, Joe Harris just got waived by the Pistons. So maybe that's someone I would look at if I were them is to go look at a Joe Harris. Um, Pistons are yeah, going wave crazy. They're going crazy. They wave Killian Haynes too, which is. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And um, uh, House as well just got. Uh, yeah. Just Daniel got House too. Yeah. Um, yeah. So maybe I've warmed up a little bit after talking about it, but, you know, good for Charlotte. They, you know, they've gotten some assets today for guys that. We're fitting on this roster. I mean, we're still waiting to see what Bridges is. Apparently, he has a no trade clause, which I don't know how he got the rights 
with everything that he had. How does that guy yeah. have no trade clause? That makes no sense. I, I would have thought just him being him and given everything that's going on was no trade clause enough. Uh, that, yeah. that's, that, that is quite surprising, yeah. Um, Royce O'Neal goes to Phoenix for two second-round picks. Nice move by Phoenix. Royce O'Neal is a nice defender, two-way player, like, and they're starting to figure their stuff out, so didn't have to give up a lot, so I don't mind that trade for them. No, I like that for them. Um, that they just they, they need actual NBA players beyond their their big three, and Royce O'Neal fits that. So I, I think it's actually a, a pretty good depth move here for Phoenix. And another depth move they made too is they got David Roddy from the Suns again, decent depth move. Mm-hmm. Not mad yeah. at it. Uh, Brooklyn waved Harry Giles. It's kind of sad. Like that guy when he went to Duke, like he everyone thought like this was going to be like the next great guy, and it just it just I mean, and he's had injuries and stuff like that, but it's just it hasn't worked with him. Yeah, no, it's, I mean, there, there's a lot of those, right, where you, you think it's going to be a lock, and then, oh, guess not. Uh, Memphis is expected to get Yuta Wananabe out of that trade. So Yuta, Kevin mm. Durant's buddy, is gone. <laughs> yeah, I, like, love Yuta when he was a, a Raptor. Uh, always thought there could be something there, but it doesn't really seem like it. And now he kind of just... Uh, this is going to sound more disrespectful than I intended. Kind of just gets added to the pile in Memphis where they just have yeah. like 13 dudes who I've never heard of basically playing right now. So maybe you to get some starter minutes. Who knows? And then the the last one we kind of talked about was Patrick Beverly to the to the Bucks for campaign in a second round pick, kind of just switching guards there. Uh, helps the defense, which the Bucks definitely needed help with their defense because they definitely lost that with Drew. Yeah, to the point where I am surprised Philly did that. Um, like, you you look at, at obviously, they're, they're freeing up a spot, potentially, and, and some money to, to go out and get Kyle Lowry. But that is, like, the exact type of a player that the Milwaukee Bucks have desperately needed this entire yeah. season is someone who can guard anything on the perimeter. And now you get one of, like, he, he's not what he was a few years ago, still one of the best in the league at doing that at the, the guard spot. So I, I think that this is... Like it's it's the exact type of player Milwaukee needs to the point where I'm a little surprised Philly ended up doing that. I'm a big believer in never trade with rivals, especially <laughs> in the playoffs. Like I mean, we we did it and it screwed us. We traded Zubak for Mike Muscala a few years ago, and even when that trade happened, I'm like what are we doing? Yeah. Zubak is actually good. Mike Muscala is at the time he was fine, but he just stretches the floor and he doesn't really do anything. So yeah. I'm, I'm a big believer in never really doing that. We're we're half away from the de- uh, half an hour away from the deadline. We've actually been able to get through everything here pretty good because nothing's really happened yet. So yeah, it's been quiet get, basically since we logged on. Yeah, so we actually get to um, react to. I would assume there'll be at least one more trade. Oh yeah, no, I, I think it'll still be busy here in the uh, in the next little bit. Um, it does sound like the Lakers sound like they're going to stand pat. And I mean, the the problem wow. with the Lakers is is there's nothing to do. There's no trade to really have. Like, like I said, like D'Lo has been really good the last handful of games. So I don't think you need to trade D'Lo. I think, you know, trading Reeves right now, I think you're trading 20 cents on the dollar because of what he can be. Uh, and he's had, you know, a few rough games here and there, but I don't think it's time to trade AR right now. You'd be looking at some of the rookies, right? Like a Max Lewis or maybe Max Christie, say a second, third year for Max Christie. Uh, mainly Jalen Hood, Shafino. Um, I mean, I would personally be okay trading Gabe Vincent at this point just because he's an asset that's not working right now and you need to start making a push. I I think with the Lakers, though, it's just kind of a thing of just kind of like last year. It's like right now they're the ninth seed. The three games out of the, the, the actual playoffs right now, as long as they have LeBron and AD, 
it's just kind of like, oh, you know, we can't really count anything else. And I don't know what the move is. I, I don't know what the move is or its health. I mean, the Vando injury really hurt them because they needed some help on the wing there. I, the move to me is just firing Darvin Hatch. That's the move. <laughs> um, like, It's just, to me, D'Angelo Russell, I don't care how well he is playing. That contract was signed to trade him at some point. Yes, it was. Uh, to like he he was supposed to be the salary involvement in whatever move that that they made and while he maybe he's playing a bit better now this team is still not good enough and to have a healthy lebron and healthy ad season basically and yeah. just be ninth is shocking yeah, it's and it's it's really bad and the the prob- the frustrating thing from a, a laker standpoint is and i know i'm preaching to the choir here the need is so obvious like, it's, it's not like, a, oh, man, like, we got a talented roster. I don't know X, Y, and Z. It's like, no, this team sucked for 18 months in the half court. So get someone who can do that. That's why, like, I, I thought a Dennis Schroeder would work. Um, Gary Trent Jr. is, is someone yeah. who could be available today. He yeah, would work there from a, to, in kind of a, a swap of our two teams. But, like, I mean, the best one, I think, would obviously be, like, DeMar DeRozan just checks so many boxes there. Or even um, Caruso. Right. Yeah. And so if you could get the salaries together and just give them whatever they want and get DeRozan and Caruso, like that just, it checks the box that you need. And then all of a sudden you you become a team that could be a real player in the West. Like right now I get you have LeBron and AD. And so that makes you a a threat, but I'm not picking the Lakers right now over the Clippers. I'm not picking them over the the Denver Nuggets. No, I'm probably, uh, Thunder maybe just because I matchup wise and stuff like that. But even then it'd be a seven game dog fight. Um, yeah. So you just, you go on down the the West, like would I pick Minnesota over the Lakers right now. Probably um, like I just, I and so it's like, okay, great. Like maybe you get in and maybe you went around, but you're just, you're wasting still a good LeBron James season. And he's not what he was, but Holy hell, man. Like it, it's just, it is well, maybe right the there last LeBron season too. Like he could be gone. I mean, I, I think that's maybe, I think the reason that Palinka is not being as aggressive right now is he's like, we all know Bronny's going to go back to SC next year because yeah. he's falling out of the draft. And look, that kid had a, a damn heart attack. So right. I don't want to hear any criticism about this kid. The fact he's playing basketball this year is awesome. Good for yeah. him. And Isaiah Collier, the best player on the on the Trojans, got hurt. So that doesn't help things. But hey, the fact that kid had a freaking heart attack and is playing basketball as fast as he did, that that's awesome. But you know, he'll go yeah. back, he'll go back into um to the Trojans next year. There's no sense in going to the NBA. So the Lakers are calling his bluff. They are calling his bluff right now. I'll be like, you're not leaving. You're staying in LA. You're not going anywhere. I mean, and maybe he'll. No, I talked to a buddy because there were some of the Knicks rumors with the stupid towel thing, even though every Knicks towel is a Knicks towel in the garden for any team. Yeah. Um, I was like, okay, the one buddy that's a Knicks fan, as we talked about the Knicks, like, I don't want LeBron. He's like, all of a sudden, he's like, hey, I don't like Isaiah Hartenstein. Trade him. And I don't like all the things that work for the Knicks are all going to be gone. Kind of like all the things that you see now as a Laker fan, we got the championship. But then you kind of like, oh, you know, see Brandon Ingram and Julius Randle and – all these guys, you're like, you know, that would have been maybe who knows what this could have actually been if we didn't get LeBron. I don't know. Yeah, I like to me, like, okay, if you want to call us bluff, then call us bluff. But you still you have him right now. So go yeah. out and try try to win this thing. Well, Devontae right makes sense because I, I, I heard Simmons say this like, oh, it's just it's just a one for one. And I don't agree with that because Devontae plays defense, which is the one hmm. thing we don't have. And you see a lot of the defenders now, bronze defense isn't what it is. AR slipped a little bit on defense and you see defenders now 
slipping and cheating on D'Lo, slipping and cheating on AR, slipping and cheating on LeBron. And the one thing that helped the Lakers win the bubble championship and helped us get to where we were last year was our defense. We we ranked in the high of the defense. The teams are exposing LeBron because he's not good. AR has slipped, and D'Lo's terrible at defense. If you bring a Devontae Murray in, he's a good defender, and he can score. So there's one yeah. extra defender you have on top of AD and possibly Vando. And AR's not a bad defender. He's just slipped a little bit. And LeBron, he can't do it on both sides as much anymore because he's 39 years old. Yeah, like it would be absurd to expect him to do that, right? Like he he is already playing better than basically any 39-year-old has ever played in the history of the sport. Um, so to, to expect anything more from him would be just utterly absurd. And that's why, like, just get him some help. I, I don't understand how the Lakers stamp at in, in all of this because, like, yes, we just rattled off all of the teams who would beat them in a seven-round series or that we presume could beat them in a, a seven-round series, but you're, like, a, a move or two away from being one of the favorites in the West. You know, like, if you got – and I get the salaries would be very difficult to manage, but if you got a DeMar and a Caruso – then all of a sudden I'm favoring you over the Clippers and I'm, fa- I'm certainly favoring you over the, the Thunder and the Timberwolves. And it's basically just a, a matchup of you and um, you and the Nuggets. So I like, I just, it, it the, the need is so obvious in LA. Well, they, and they it's been the so obvious. Game. They're playing the what if game way too much of like, well, what if Vando comes back and what if Gabe Vincent comes back, but they're hurt right now. And we, and yeah. Gabe Vincent's been hurt all season. This is, this is Kendrick Nunn all over again for us. And Vando's injury went from, oh, it's season ending to, oh, it might be four months, to you'll bring up the Bulls. And I look at the Bulls and I'm like, Bulls, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. What I, And I know Vucic had this thing the other day. It's like, oh, I want to stay together. And we have something here. It's like, you don't. You don't no. have something there. Tear this, like, if you're the Bulls right now, you should be going to the Lakers and being like, okay, we will give you Damar and we will give you Caruso. Let's try to make this all work. You give us Jalen Hutchavino. You give us a Max Christie. Those are young guys we get. Give us that first round pick in 2029, some second round picks. And sure, we'll take on injured Gabe Vincent and whatever else you want to give us. And then you're the Lakers like, cool. Now we got it. We go for it. And the end of the day, too, here's the thing, too, everyone, because I, I, I will play with kind of more what I think. Everyone's talking like, oh, they're going to call LeBron's bluff and he'll be there next year. And that's why they're going to be stubborn and not trade the pick this year. Kind of like LeBron's last season with the Cavs. And they didn't trade that, 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 that first round pick that turned out to be Colin Sexton. The difference is this year is you don't know. How, this is the Lakers. This isn't Cleveland. You're always going to get somebody. It always more yeah. or less works out for us some way or another. <laughs> Someone will always end up coming to LA. So, you know, you don't, the, the last time we, we had draft picks, we never waited long enough for them to work with Julius Randall or Ingram or even D'Lo. We didn't wait. We traded yeah. them. So this yeah. is LA. This is what we do. You, you trade those picks and you get better. Yeah, no, that, that, like, it's never, losing is never going to be okay in LA, right? Like, um, it, it was, like, there, there was a stretch there where it kind of became a bit of a norm. Like, it, it's, um, on waiting on, like, Russell and Randall and all of those guys, like, the last couple of Kobe years and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, and the, the, the infamous clip of Kobe rolling his eyes at the guy <laughs> celebrating after an eight-game yeah. losing streak comes yeah. to an end. Um, but for the most part, like, yeah, you're the Lakers. And still, even if, even if LeBron leaves, you still have AD who maybe he is not the franchise player that everyone thought he was when you traded the world for him uh, a few years ago, he's still very, very good at the sport. Well, of Peter, the, the, the rumor right now is that they think they can get Donovan Mitchell this summer. So their, their, their hope is that, you know, whatever happens this season happens this season, LeBron's going to be a free agent. LeBron will stay and they'll be able to trade for Donovan Mitchell because the Pelicans 
will make the decision on the pick if they take the pick this year or go next year. Personally, if I'm the Pelicans, I take the pick next year because it's a much better yeah. draft. Um, so then they'll have this pick this year to trade to the Cavs. But I'm also like, okay, well, what else are you trading to the Cavs? Like this, this, this theory all of a sudden is like, oh, we can get Donovan Mitchell next year because Donovan Mitchell wants to be traded. It's like, okay, so you, you got the pick. So let's say you traded 2024 or 25, whatever one it is, in 29. What else are you trading? You're trading D'Lo for Donovan Mitchell? Right. AR? Like Austin Reeves? Like for Donovan Mitchell? I, I don't know. Even, you know, yeah. there's there's much better trades the Cavs can get for Donovan Mitchell than D'Lo, AR, maybe Max Christie and some picks. On a, on a Cavs team that, like, they aren't your traditional selling off a star. Like, they have... No a foundation around him right like um it, it's it started to click there and yeah like you, you still have to figure out the Mobley Allen thing but it seems like Mobley has kind of figured out his role there and yeah. even if Mitchell leaves like Garland is a, a fine replacement like they're a playoff team without him so they're not just going to take oh my gosh a first round pick thank you they're going to want something that will help them out now and the the, Knicks, the, the Lakers don't have that and uh, Freudian slipped there throwing the Knicks in but this was this was the Knicks problem for a decade where yeah. oh well Free up cap space and LeBron will want to come here. Okay, well, th this guy will want to come here. This guy will want to come here. Well, we got Mari Stoudemire, so that's something. Um, and like you, you just you keep you keep basing your entire thing on, well, we'll get the next one. Well, we'll get the next one. It's like you have you have two right now. We and made this issue with Kobe. We're like, we'll get Lamarcus Aldrich, and he didn't yep. even take a meeting with us. Like, you can't, yep. you're like you said, you're we got a full 80 and LeBron healthy season right now, and and, and yeah, uh, Reeves is great. You know, I love Reeves, but you've got to make the opportunity where you can right now. And those picks don't really matter. And so you're just going to take a chance here. I mean, even if we just traded Caruso for Gabe Vincent, I'd be happy right now. Yeah. Right. Like honest, just that would, that would even just needle. Caruso helps, right? Like just yes. get a little bit of help in there. You don't need a ton. You're not the Raptors. You're not um, whoever, right? Like you, you have, you have a good foundation in place. You kind of just need one or two more pieces. Yeah. Uh, and it means the argument will be made, well, well, you know, when they won the play in tournaments, that's when they all went hard and they all play hard again. I'm like, maybe, I don't know. I mean, they looked really good during the play in. And uh, I mean, Larry David's whole thing is that they play too hard and now that they don't have anything left. So I don't know if I want to trust in Larry David's sports analysis or not. <laughs> uh, but the, the other team in the West uh, to keep an eye on it, 15 minutes here left in the deadline. And then it's about 15, 20 minutes left in this pod before we get out of here uh i'm kind of surprised the warriors haven't done anything either yeah like uh they, they played well last night but still like it's just it's not working there and this is another one steph curry is still steph curry right and you don't know how many steph curry years you have left and to to waste it and i get that there's been the, the injury problem with, with chris paul but to waste it with some of the guys who they're giving real minutes to um like maybe Podjemski turns into something big down the road. We have a trade. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Oh, we have a trade. The Spurs and the Pacers. Oh boy, Doug McDermott is going to Indiana. They're Doug gonna McBuckets. love him there. Yeah. Okay. Um. I mean, look. Why did we not do this trade? I didn't even do this. Oh my god! Right. Like uh, we'll, we'll see what the return is. I can't imagine it's a lot. Um. No, so, yeah, that's a good trade I, for Indiana. I love Indiana just going like, you know what? Yeah, we don't play defense. We're not going to play any defense. We're going to score 150 it on It cost you. them a second round pick. A future, a future second, second round, round pick, pick for Doug yeah. McDermott. Wow. Great get. That's, a, that's it's a, a smart you, pick. 
we talk about we'll go back to the dubs in a second but this indiana team is like a very interesting playoff team yeah we'll see like eventually you do need to get a stop in the playoffs yeah. right and they, they just they don't have anyone who can do that i mean turner but that's about it yeah um yeah mcdermott's an expiring contract yeah. uh 13 point oh my god Good yeah, for Doug it's McDermott. It's a great deal that he got. 13.75 million for Doug McDermott. Spurs, I'm begging you. You should have tried to get a point guard. Go get TJ McConnell to help out Wemby. Okay. Totally off topic. What do you think Doug McDermott's career earnings are? Oh, God. So he's played. I remember him getting drafted. was like, what, 2014 he got drafted? Yeah. So that's been in the NBA for 10 years. Rookie contract was probably about 10 I'd say over 200. No, well, he's made $73 million in his career. So okay. that like that seemed absurdly high for a guy who has peaked at, oh, yeah, he's all right. Um, but that's NBA, right? I spent most of my time. He'll probably get the same amount this offseason. He'll probably get anywhere yeah. from eight to 13. Yeah. Good for him. Good for him. Um, but no, like I, I like you said, like this Indiana team is interesting where it's just like that, like he's basically a buddy healed replacement now, right? Like where he just come in throw up a whack load of threes and hope for the best. Um, and like, they, they have a ton of guys who are like that. Like, I, I think because he's on this team, Halliburton um, gets overlooked because I think Halliburton's a fine defender. It's just no one else on this team covers anyone. Um, but th this offense is crazy. And now you get just another bucket getter. It's it's they're, they're doubling down on who they are. That's for sure. Marcus Mor Morris is getting traded around today. He got traded part of the Pacers deal to San Antonio. I can't, I, I think I, maybe it was Marquis, but one of the Morris is famously spurned the Spurs and mm. was going to sign there and didn't the last second. I'm assuming he'll get waived. Um, I would imagine so, yeah. Contender. And Woj just announced officially Atlanta has announced they will not trade Devontae Murray. I don't, again, I kind of with the Bulls in Atlanta, it's kind of the same thing. I was like, you should be trying to trade these assets for something, but maybe they just, they the, 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 the talks stalled with the Pels um, this morning. And then Utah yeah. kind of got into it, and it seems like the Lakers just they wanted Reeves, and the Lakers were going to budge on Reeves. So, yeah, I like Atlanta, tenth right now, like you said, uh, a game and a half up on Brooklyn, four games up on the Raptors. So watch out for them. Um, so like that, they'll probably get into the play in. God, that Bulls Hawks is the East play in if the playoffs started today. I know. Please, um, Raptors, take us from the. At least you're somewhat interesting. It's, has a playing game been on NBA TV before? Um, that's that, that's not really a big one. Um, so but yeah, bad. like I just, it's just, again, with Atlanta, it's just not working. I don't get why you're going to try to continue to make it work. And that's why I get so frustrated with these teams sometimes. Yeah. And why I get frustrated with like all these deals happening now, where like, if you know something isn't working, change it, fix it. If you know you need something, fix it. Like, I, I just, I don't understand just, oh, well, we, we like the group that we have. Well, well you shouldn't. I, I, it just, it doesn't. When you're paying a crap, like you're paying almost what? Probably it's like almost 70 mil to your backcourt and it's not yeah. working. The trade I loved, I think it was Zach Lowe or Kevin O'Connor. Kevin O'Connor actually had Trey going to the Spurs. I'm like, yes. Yeah. Please let yeah. me have this trade. For Atlanta, I just. It's not working. You know, you traded John Collins in the summer. You have some fun guys there. I, I like O'Conway. I don't think he gets enough run. And Clint Capella, again, that's a guy like if you're OKC or someone, go try to go get Clint Capella even. Right. Um, a second round pick and something should get that done, right? right. I like Jalen Johnson there. He's he's good. There, there's pieces there. 
But when they, they brought in Snyder, I thought, okay, they got their coach, but it, it's just not clicking. And I think it's because it's also, it's not a team that clicks around what Trey is. And it's going to take a lot more than just like, oh, we like our team maybe next year and we'll draft right and figure at this point, I, I don't like to just be the guy that says blow it up every single time. Yeah. But if you're Atlanta, blow it up. Trade Trey, yeah. trade. And I, the thing I bet you that's holding out on the Devonte part is, it's because this buyer's remorse situation, right? They they're, traded, they're already in too deep. They traded four draft picks for Devonte Murray. Um, oh, we got to trade. Look into that in a second, and it's not going to be a happy one for some people. Um, but they 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 traded four picks for Devonte, so they expect to get at least that much back, and they're not. Teams are no. like, you're not going to give you that. Uh, the Bucks have traded Robin Lopez to the Kings. And Robin Lopez will be bought out. So if the Bucks win right now, it will just be the Antetokounmpo's that can win a championship together. The Lopez brothers will not win a championship together. Yeah, devastating. Um, those ones are always so weird. Like, <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll buy your guy out. That's fine. It works for us. Um, yeah. Go like get him again. Okay, see, Robin Lopez yep. is not a bad option for a backup center. Even Knicks, like anyone that's looking for a bad backup center, Robin Lopez, you could do worse. Yeah, hundred percent. You could do it's worse. Funny. Any big that's out there, it's like, oh yeah, okay, see. Seriously, but that's like, like, I just, I worry about them going against Jokic and it's, Chad is just not ready for that yet. No, no, it's just not. And like, there, there's so much of his game that is ready. Um, But that particular part of it, like he had trouble with Pirtle the other night. Um, So no, I, 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 I would have some concerns, even like you look at the, the matchups they could have Um, that Pelicans team, if like JV went down with an injury last night, I think it was just a calf contusion. He's probably yeah. fine. But um, like JV would beat the hell out of that kid in oh, a first God. round series. And if it's not him, it's Zion Williamson. Yeah. Um, like I, I watched that uh, Pelicans Clippers game last night. And I was just like, man, New Orleans, if, if Zion could just figure it out, New Orleans is really, really good. Cause you just, you shouldn't be able to guard him. Right. Like they put, Plumley on him for a little bit who would back into the paint basically and give Zion a running start that doesn't work so they put Harden on him for a little bit and he like literally and figuratively ate him and went in now he's missing everything at the rim because he's lost a half of a step but like they they are a team that should give teams a lot of problems as well like they, they are yeah. one that I don't think you should sleep on um out west no I I 100% agree it's weird some there's been I never remember so many trades like like you, then it was for cash by the way like, yeah. Kings gave them cash. It's like, what? what is the uh, Bucks gave the Kings cash? What's the benefit of that for the Kings? Kings kind of need people too, by the way. They kind of need like some of these. I mean, I don't think the Kings would do it, but like if I were, you know, a team calling Sacramento today, I'm like, you know, what would it take from a league monk? Like he's a free agent. Like what would it take to get an league monk? Just, just curious, yeah. you know, you're 29 and 20 right now. Like you could fall into the play in. Just curious. What, like, what would you take from a league monk? Yeah. Sacramento is another one like they they feel like they're theirs is less obvious because I like a lot of the pieces like I, I like Monk um, yeah. and Sabonis and Fox but it's like they they still feel like they just need to be better but then I mean they're five and a half games out of first place right now it's just yeah that puts you in seventh yeah the west is so close other than like you know Dallas and the Lakers and the Pels just being so wonking up and down and Denver is just not even trying I don't think no Denver's in cruise control right now. Yeah, they're not like they're barely. Like Phoenix is kind of getting their stuff together. Uh, the Clippers, I don't expect to do anything um, at all, especially with there's like seven. I, I am still shocked that we're now seven minutes. We'll give it like the extra five or so afterwards because there's always that kind of one that tweaks out after. But yeah, Bruce Brown potentially staying on the Raptors. I'm both 
surprised or not surprised because now like like you said like if the raptors to kind of bring it back full circle if Masai does these trades today and was like we're so on the borderline of losing that pick to the spurs anyways yeah. let's just be good enough and try to get in and we think we're better than atlanta and chicago and truthfully they are yes oh they a hundred percent they are um and like they, they've had this weird stretch right now like they i, I think quickly and barrett have had like one home game um like brown hasn't even played a game in toronto they, they haven't played at home since boxing day That's um crazy. so they, they've been on the road quite a bit here um with like i mean recently getting ready for all-star game festivities and, and all of those things in the nhl um but they they could absolutely go on a bit of a run to 10th um like they sure that they, they get into the play-in but it's the same thing as last year. Like they, they probably should have beat Chicago in that play and they couldn't hit a free throw. And then they were hooped. The Mars daughter's like, Nope. Yeah. Like say you get into the nine, 10 game and you beat Chicago, Orlando or Miami will eat you alive if you're Toronto. So you're, you're banking this entire thing on maybe not even getting a home playoff game uh, or a home play in game. Sorry. And then like, if you do squeak through Boston's going to rip you apart. So I'm going to get you really mad about the, the Raptors here. Okay. To avoid uh, a 1.5 upcoming contract bonus, the Raptors are waving Spencer Dinwiddie. So they traded Schroeder for literally nothing. Schroeder and Thad Young. Throw Gone Schroeder for and Thad. Yeah. For... Not even a pick. Not, Not even, even a pick. pick. Huh. What? I mean, that's it. Now on the, uh, the the other end, like from a Toronto perspective, it makes no sense at all. Um, no. Like it's <laughs> sorry, oh, I'm very choked you? up about it. Yeah. Um, I like, I guess my my justification of it's an expiring contract anyway. I guess like it just expires quickly now. <laughs> um, but I like, I I I really misvalued Truder then. That because that this was so clearly a player who I thought so many of these teams could use and I like wanted depth him so bad. I wanted Dennis back. I would have, like I said, I would have if I were Palinka, I would have given you guys Jalen Hood Shafino. Yeah. Like, and yeah, that's not a name that's gonna blow it to a lot of people. Uh we do have another trade I'll get to in a second here. It's a very minor one. Uh, but it's like at least you get like a young asset back, and now the Raptors. I mean, I guess the Raps really care about cap space. I don't know what they who they think they're going to go after this. I'll have to check the free agents coming up here. Um, it's a very interesting buyout class, by the way, all of a sudden. Uh, Masai's going to draft Bronny anyway. He's going to draft um, Bronny. Uh, yeah. Jared Springer. As the Sixers have traded Jared Springer to the Celtics for a second-round pick. Well, of all the players in the NBA, uh, Springer is definitely one of them. Um, yes, I uh, Yeah, I love the, the comments underneath. Uh, steal. Holy yeah. shit, we're winning it all. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> love people like that yeah i guess a depth move there i suppose yeah i don't really i mean i i don't i don't really <laughs> know what the celtics could have done really but 76 or saw uh, dinwiddie is going to be a free agent it's like all right another roster spot let's go second round pick uh, for this guy let's do it so we got about three minutes here till the deadline's up like i said we'll wait five minutes afterwards but the big free agents are maxi he's gonna get matched paul george he'll stay he's staying uh siakam I mean, unless the yeah. Raptors are like, this was a swindle. We're going to get him back this whole time. Yeah. Uh, LeBron, he has a player option. We'll pick up the player option, but I, I I would assume we only think there's two teams. He's either being a Laker or he's going to finally do this next thing. Yeah. 
Uh, Drew Holiday. Or the Raptors when they draft Bronny. Yeah, that. Uh, <laughs> Drew Holiday. I, I, I've heard he's not taking his player option. You continually hear that. Even though it's $33 million, he's not getting that on the open market. No, I guess he'd want a bit more security. Um, yeah. But he's in a good spot, too. Like, that one. Yep. Ooh, to, own, Tobias Harris. Raptors aren't going after him. DeMar. No. There's no point at this point of his career to bring DeMar back. For what oh, no, no. Siakam and DeMar. Let's just yeah. roll back. Let's bring um bring back lebronto let's go well i guess you have to pay quickly yeah yeah quickly harden that's not happening oh gee he's on the knicks now <laughs> uh nicholas claxton's an interesting one but you kind of have purtle so yeah and nick claxton isn't a player that you move uh, make a bunch of moves to free up cap space the season before to get yeah that's a yeah we'll give you a first and trade this guy to you so we can sign this dude because we want to um D'Lo that one player option um which i'm assuming you pick up malik monk like i mentioned kcp as a player option miles bridges i don't want him anywhere i don't think anyone wants him anywhere near any of their teams i don't care if he dropped 48 points the other day he's a scumbag uh yeah. click thompson's not going to the rafters buddy heels bruce brown the team option which i guess the raptors make the decision jv time to come home man i'm telling you that they're just gonna bring back the 17 raptors and just do it all over again jv og siakam and uh and damar there we go lock it in one player that's a free agent this year that i'm surprised no one's gone after is tyus jones i thought mm. he would be a commodity somewhere as we're uh about a minute away from the official deadline we'll wait five more minutes really quick here and uh the raptors are officially keeping bruce brown Okay. I guess like pick up a team option and flip him at the deadline next year. Um, yeah. Yeah. I just, I don't, I know. Russo was made unavailable. Huh? Yeah. And so Why? was DeMar. And so was DeMar. I don't get what don't, they're doing there. I don't get it. I like that is that they needed to blow this up two years ago. Like you, yeah. you took your shot again. It, this is a team that 100% is like, well, we spent all of the, the, this draft capital trying to get these guys and bringing them in. And I liked it at the time. Didn't work. Um, it probably would have worked exponentially better if ball played one game with any of these guys, but he just, just continuously hurt. And I guess like, is his career over? I don't know what's going on with him. Um, but he has been a player who like, has needed to um or he's a player that would have like been i think the final piece to get all of this together but he's not there so like it yeah. just except this isn't working and make some moves like i i don't get what chicago was trying to do here at all uh the raptors have traded a guy that you're familiar with delano batten to the portland trailblazers for a heavily protected second round pick oh geez yeah um banton i mean Maybe we had a, a threshold for number of Canadians you could have. Um, so now he is uh, he, he is on his way out. Yeah, maybe uh, he gets waived, I, I'm supp- I suppose. Uh, we'll give it four more minutes here, then we'll wrap up. Who, I mean, I guess we know who the winner is. The winner is the Knicks, and it's not even yeah. close. No, un- unless something major comes in in the next few minutes here, um, the winner... The, the winner of this is absolutely 100% the, the New York Knicks uh, that they, they, they had a need and they addressed it. Um, I, they didn't really give up a ton. So I, I think they did pretty good. Um, I, I think the other one, I, I think we disagree on, on how much they gave up, but I, I do think Dallas comes away from you've, this. You've, you've talked as, me into it. You've talked yeah. me into it. Yeah. Um, and, so be, and also because none of the teams ahead of them really did a whole lot either, I guess like Phoenix getting Royce O'Neal, like it's basically any team that did anything, 
feels like a winner, except for the Raptors. Um, the feels like a winner today. Made Andre Drummond unavailable to us. What are we doing, Chicago? They're the loser. Like, yeah. the Lakers not doing a move, like we said, like, I know, but there was kind of like, it was so hard to make the wiggle room work. And I expect yeah. them to go, maybe go get um, Spencer Dimwitty. That could be like an, a, a decent ad for the Lakers, or they go after a Lowry or Joe Harris. There's moves to make in the buyout market for them. The Bulls are the biggest losers here. Like, you, yeah. you had a chance to move forward with your future. Yeah, I, I get, like, if you had any player untouchable, it would be Kobe White. I get not trading Kobe White. You can't 100%. trade Levine right now. And even if you didn't want to trade Vooch, I kind of get that. But to say that Andre Drummond is una- is unavailable? What? Yeah, well, we couldn't possibly move Andre Drummond. I don't um, get it. And even, like, the, the Levine thing, too. Like, this team was barely good enough to be a playoff team with Zach Levine. Without him, they're nothing. Like, this is not a good basketball team. And so, like... DeMar is leaving. So even if you get, like, a second-round pick for DeMar DeRozan, like... Yeah. You're doing kind of what the Raptors did last year with Van Fleet, where it's yep. like, we might as well get something. At least with Bruce Brown, the Raptors control what happens to Bruce Brown. They have a team option. What what is Does Trent have an option, or is he just a free agent? I believe he's just a free agent. Right. Uh, so, I mean, I would have liked that the Raptors maybe did something for him, but it's not the end of the world. Trent's been so up and down. Yeah. Um, but, man, but, he, he was one who I thought was a Laker for sure. Like, that one just fit for me really well, but... And the Raptors, you know, if if they, you know, there's still a chance they could keep their pick. They'll have another pick. So worst case scenario, you can trade both of your, you can trade two picks in this draft, and you have a twenty three million dollar Bruce Brown contract to trade at the debt at the at the draft or even yeah. in the summer. So I don't hate that part for the Raps, but I want to say the Raps were a loser in this. I'm just more confused by the moves. Yeah, they. It's just, it's, it's a questionable direction, right? Like after you make the, after you make the Siakam deal for futures and Bruce Brown, it's like, okay, they're, they're actually going the tank route, blow it up then. Um, and now they're, they're just halfway in and halfway out and they're floundering in this mediocre land with the bulls, quite frankly, that you never want to be in, in the NBA. Like that, this is the worst spot well, to be and right they now. Missed out, Peter, because the Warriors just traded Corey Joseph to the Pacers. They missed out. They oh, had their guard. They had their guard. Yeah, another Canadian that we missed out on. That oh, that sucks. They had their guard. Yeah, I, I mean they're kind of in the middle. I would say the biggest loser to me is the Bulls, though. The Bulls are the biggest, yeah. the biggest of losers today. I don't get what the Bulls were doing, just kind of staying where they are. Because I do look at that Raptors team. That's a Raptors team that will be pushing, and and I'd say Atlanta, the the ninth and the ten seed, because you know Brooklyn got better. Uh, yeah i guess i I guess i mean thad young you got thad young and dennis and you lose dimwitty and royce o'neill is that better yeah i i don't know they're kind of the same um but they're they're an okay team anyway um when they wanted and they made darren finney and smith untouchable because they wanted multiple first round picks for dorian finney smith i i understand like the play-in is a bit more enticing now and stuff like that. Like, oh, hey, Miami can do it. Why can't we do it? Yeah. But it, it feels like it is making teams hold on way longer than they need to. And that's, I think, a problem um, for, for a number of these teams. If you're trying to fight to get into 10th now, like getting into 8th was trying to squeak into 8th was bad enough as a veteran team. Trying to squeak into 10th is even worse, I think. Uh, it sounds like Dimwitty is going to go to the, rap, uh, to the Lakers. He is? 
Yeah, that's that's what it sounds like. That makes sense. Like that's that's a good pickup for them, I guess. Like you give up nothing. I mean, um, I would like Joe Harris too. Those would be the two I would like to see LA go after potentially. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't know if Killian Hayes will get picked up. I think a bad team will pick him up. Um, I get like he's off of the worst team now. Um, yeah. but I I do think that there will be a team that's like maybe oh, you guys. Yeah, the point guard spot. I guess like maybe Brown plays that role now. Put him but, down to nine oh five. Like again, like I look at teams that are good at developing players. The Lakers are, but we don't want to use a roster spot. It's it's also how do you use him and then put him in? I don't think he can be in a two way contract either because he's played too long. Yeah. So I don't like if we if we put him in the two lay and then we send him down to the to the D league, I'd be cool with Killian. But you know, we can't be a team that does that. You guys could at least sign it to a normal deal, see what goes on, and then send him down to nine oh five and then develop him that way. Yeah, I like I, I think there's going to be room on the NHL roster or sorry NBA roster for him um, to to just get some minutes. But like if you're a Washington or um, I got, San Antonio has to be a bit more judicious with who they bring in because the main thing right now is Wemby um but if you're a Washington like why not or a, a team like that like just give it a go and see what happens but I yeah t- Toronto would be an interesting spot for him I suppose oh and remember too because this year is interesting I should notice this because of the way the cap works you're not allowed some teams are not allowed to sign buyout guys because of yeah. their have a certain cap threshold so Joe Harris cannot go to the Celtics the Suns or the Warriors Hmm. Somehow the Lakers are not over the thresholds. Good for uh, them, I guess. Yeah, I guess. Um, so we can yeah, just kind like of eat the, on the bio market. That that new salary cap, um, the, the new restrictions, I, I do think kind of restricted things a little bit today as well. Yeah. With yeah. like uh certain teams not being able to um like compile a bunch of salary and, and stuff like that. But I yeah, I, I'm just I'm surprised by a lot of teams today. I think another one that we could bring up in a, a loser category here would be the Oklahoma City Thunder, because um, yeah. it, it feels like they have a roster to do something special, and they they had an opportunity, I think, to, to add some depth, and maybe they they still do here in the next couple of minutes. But I would be surprised if they don't. The the no Daniel Gafford thing, like I look at their centers, the other the other center they have is Oliver Starr, and all respect to Oliver Starr, I don't. I watch a lot of basketball. I don't think I've seen a lot of Oliver Saar uh, yeah. pull out with stuff. Um, and if Daniel Gafford was right there for that price, like, you you know, you missed out on going to, even if you go to Miami and talk to them about a Thomas Bryant, even like that's not going to yeah. shatter the world, but just to find some other help at the post position, because Chet going against, you brought up JV, even I was like, that's even, you know, tough. Like right now, who does OKC face if the playoffs started today? I guess they play Ooh, one of the playing teams right now, right? Yeah, so it would be one of Kings, oh, they, Mavericks, Lakers, or Jazz, or you, you so, Warriors could be in there too. But so potentially, if we would almost assume the Lakers would win the nine seed and probably have that eight seed right now, if things were going to go the way they were, yeah. Um, and I, I would still probably maybe pick OKC to win that, but you know, good luck with AD. Yeah. Then in the second round, you're getting one of the Clippers or the Suns. Um, So again, not not teams that are deep with big men or anything like that. Like maybe this does only become a problem in the Western Conference final. But still, when you get to that point, you'd like to have something that can solve a problem because you're a series away from going to the championship. So they need to avoid Denver and Minnesota at all costs. Yes. Yeah, 100%. 
because yeah, and like I said, I think two. New Orleans is a tricky matchup for him. Yeah, New Orleans as well. Yeah, so um, just kind of going through here, Celtics. Sure, we're carrying Jared Selinger. I don't think he'll play Springer, not Selinger. He's former Celtic. <laughs> Cavs didn't do anything. Bucks. I, I mean, I like the, I again. Like I like getting Pat Bev. Yeah. Yeah, I, like I, really I think that. One. Yeah, I, I think that one it works. They'll probably go for one of these guys in the buyout market as well. Knicks, they won Philly. I agree with you. I like that they stayed. Uh, I like that they stayed aggressive in this. Uh, mm-hmm. Indiana worked around worked around the edges. Fine. Yeah, they, they've made their big move already. Miami is just they made their move, I guess, um, and they're just going to yeah. kind of try to figure things out. Orlando didn't. I mean, Orlando has so many guards. I thought, yeah, maybe we'll trade like a Cole Anthony or. No faults and just kind of shore up some of the guard stuff here, but they're so young, whatever. The Bulls, yeah. Bulls, man, just what? What are you doing? Don't, don't get it. Don't get it at all. Them don't or Atlanta. It. Yeah. And then the West, okay. Oh, I mean, Pistons, whatever, Wizards, whatever. Charlotte, I thought Charlotte had a good trade deadline. I, yeah. I thought they, they did some good stuff. Uh, okay. Honestly, like P- you said, Pistons getting yeah. Grimes, I, I think like yeah. that, it, it, it works for them. Yeah um okay see like i said i i don't mind the gordon one but the big is what they really needed to do and they didn't get that t wolves yeah. i thought maybe they go for tyus jones just because conley and his health is up and down but they could be a team that's also going to try to go for lowry maybe go for dimwitty as well so um yep. not the end of the world nuggets or the nuggets whatever i mean Strawworthy and um I'm forgetting the other one braun uh they seem to have filled into the uh, the Bruce Brown position perfectly yeah. fine. So they're, they're fine. Phoenix, again, worked around the hedges fine. Pell stayed still. Like you said, just need to get a better Zion. Sacramento, I would have liked to maybe see something. Dallas, you've talked me into it. I like what Dallas did. I actually probably have Dallas as a second winner, to be honest. Um, Lakers, trying to make anything work. Jazz, sure. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I, I mean, they got, got a first-round pick. pick for Kelly Olenek. Yeah. Uh, Dubs, I'm a little bit surprised. Rockets. What were you gonna do? I mean, Rockets there was the Jalen Green stuff. There's the Jalen Green stuff, but that's more an off-season one anyway. I think. Yeah, uh, Memphis, you know, traded Robbie, but you know, it's a lost season. So you know, let's just keep on playing and make sure everyone gets out of the season healthy, and we'll see where this pick is and get Jaw back next year and just kind of go from there. Yeah, yeah. Um, Portland, we haven't talked about them. I'm Brogdon. surprised. Yeah, I was gonna say I'm surprised Brogdon's still on this roster. Yeah. Um, that uh, I would have. 100 percent taking the under on that one that yeah. surprises me actually a great deal when you look at the number of teams that he could fit on as well but the chicago bulls have not made a trade since august 2021 cool well things have gone really great for them you know it's been oh, a, been, a been long awesome. run of success there uh including just being assholes and booing the a widow of some of Ugh. you know the baby the greatest gm in your history actually the yeah. greatest gm in your history and i know the jordan stuff is what it is but that was just douchebaggery. Right now, the Bulls are the lead for my worst franchise in sports right now, which is very early right now, but the Bulls are the lead right now. Yeah. Uh, and Spurs, what were you going to do? You know? Yeah. Whatever. It would have been nice if they could have gone out and got a point guard, but yeah. um, like, I, I don't think any was available for a price that they'd be looking they to... a second pick for McDermott, who was going to leave. So whatever. Right. Yeah. So they did they, they, they did fine, but they need to get that point guard thing figured out like this offseason. Yeah. So... All right, everyone. Uh, thank you to Peter. Um, Peter, what can uh, you get the trade and the other trade deadline coming up soon too? 
Yes. Yeah. I, uh, I, I might be doing something on big radio for that. Um, nice. I'm not a hundred percent certain just yet. Um, obviously like Super Bowl stuff. I got that, uh, yeah. big Super Bowl preview coming up to tomorrow, uh, fights in football Friday. I love me some alliteration. Uh, so going to be, um, going to be giving my predictions for the entire WrestleMania card as well. Um, nice. I, I gave that a couple of months ago and some things have changed. So going to, to yeah, I want to talk that. off air about what you're, what you think the, the Cody rock thing is. We'll talk about that off. Oh, and the Clippers just, uh, waved uh, PJ Tucker. Oh, devastated. Oh, they will um, not. The Clippers will not. not wow. Okay. They will oh. not wave him. They will not wave him. A little bit surprised by that. The guy yeah, just, they don't bio, play him. Just, just, just do it. Buyout appears unlikely. Huh? Yeah. Um, but yeah, so we'll, I'll talk to you about the, uh, your mania preview. We'll be doing um, a separate show tonight. Uh, Peter, you're welcome to join, but I'm sure you're busy as well, but we'll be talking about uh, the follow-up from the press conference and uh, big business and who could be a big business for AEW. I, I have no who idea. Could, who could it possibly be? Who could it be? Um, but uh yeah, thanks, Peter, for joining us for this. And uh, everyone, go check out Peter for everything else in Couch Potato Diary and uh, when he does the NHL trade deadline. Until next time, everyone, thank you and your name. Thank you for listening to the Fresh Take Network. Follow us on social media platforms at Fresh Take 42.